0: Jeff Croft. So are you willing
1: to give up your kicker check? You know, as a family. You know, maybe all of it, maybe some of it. Are you willing to give up your kicker check here in Oregon to build that new I five bridge crossed the River up in Portland? People are suggesting that. What do you think about that? 503-589-1220. That's the Power of GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Also, there's corporate welfare going on in Oregon. What? No, you don't say. Oregon Catalyst has a great story today about corporate welfare tax dollars to promote private alcohol brands. What? Yeah, you see, it's the new, it's the 100% increase, a doubling of the liquor, sir, tax in Oregon. You know, for those of you who like to imbibe occasionally the adult spirits, I'm not talking wine and beer, I'm talking the hard stuff, folks. Anyway. Tina wants a double, a double tax. And some Oregon distilleries want to use that liquor tax to create a slush fund where they can go for advertising around the world to promote their products. You know, we have this great product, right, called the Pendleton Whiskey, right? That's one of those brands. You see it all over the place. OPB reported, and they report in the story here, Oregon's distilleries, the maker of the state's whiskey, gin, vodka, and rum are asking for lawmakers to help establish their own independent board to promote their products. Oregon's distilleries are asking for legislative approval to establish an independent Oregon Spirits Board to promote hard liquor made in Oregon to other states and internationally. Our tax dollars should not be used to promote private companies. Already, they remind us, our tax dollars are being used to give economic aid to marijuana stores in Portland. Now, there's a reason I bring this up. Let me ask you something. Is this any different than me as a grass seed farmer or former uh, peppermint farmer? Having to pay a percentage by law, of whatever grass seed crop I sell into a commission, and that commission spends that money to promote our products, our grass seed products all over the world, and certainly here in Oregon. Is this any different than that? Now, the difference is, in who pays it. I will tell you that's the difference. You see, this new tax that Tina is proposing is paid by you, at least those of you who go ahead and buy a you know a Pendleton whiskey jar or Captain Morgan's or whatever. You're gonna pay it. You're gonna pay it at the retail level. The difference is is that as a farmer, I'm the one who has to pay the tax on commodity commissions. You don't pay it as a consumer. So in other words, when you go to Ace Hardware, or Home Depot, or Lowe's, or wherever you buy grass seed for your lawn, you're not paying that tax. Why? because I have already paid it. That's not the case with what Tina is proposing. Actually, it's not the case with the gas tax either or any other tax that are retail-oriented. You pay them. I, as a farmer, I don't. Therein lies the difference. Now, the goal is laudable, making the world aware of the great, Alcohol products, if you want to term them that way, that are made here in Oregon. Just like making the world aware of the great grass seed products that we grow or hazelnuts or blueberries or nursery products or whatever. That's a laudable goal, but it's who pays it that matters. What Tina's proposing with the doubling of the alcohol tax, yes is going to benefit private companies. But you're going to pay it. It's not the alc- it's not the Oregon distillers that are going to pay it. You're going to pay it. That's the difference. You think or not? There is a uh, so-called le- legislative logjam Guns, abortion, rent control, all of that. The Senate is holding firm. Yesterday, or actually Monday, there were 24 bills in the Oregon Senate that were supposed to get final votes. Third reading is what we call them. When the session began at 10.30 a.m., by 3 p.m., my lightning quick mind, that's four and a half hours. Only two of those bills had been considered, why? Well, in addition to Republicans, and and again, you know how hard I am on them, both in the House and the Senate here, I'm very critical of them, their lack of strategy that's effective. They are doing basically Something called filibustering, in some ways, because in addition to demanding Oregon's constitution be adhered to, followed to the letter. Oregon's constitution says that every bill on the house or the floor of the floor of the house or the senate has to be read every word of it, unless everybody agrees unanimous consent that nah, you don't have to do that. On the senate, Republicans are not agreeing. Every word has to be done. So in this four and a half hour period, only two bills got considered. Not just because of the constitutional requirement of reading every word of every bill, but because Republicans stood up and filibustered, in essence, commenting on a lot of things. Now you can watch this if you go online and watch the floor session. The House is not doing that. The House has cut some kind of a deal. that they're just, that the Democrats are gonna delay bringing the controversial bills, you know, like abortion bills, abortion access, transgender health rights, gun control. They're, They're gonna hold those off until May. You know the real reason they're doing this, folks? I'll tell you why. It's because the May forecast, revenue forecast, and, the, and this article out of the Ben Bulletin admits that ultimately in the end of the article. You got to read through it. You see this Ben Bulletin is meant to hurt Republicans. Is what it is. And the real punchline, the catch line is at the end. You see, they're really waiting for the May budget forecast which is on May 17th, this is the last crystal ball look at where the state economists think on their analysis the budget and the amount of money that the democrats have to spend how much they think they're really going to have for the next two-year budget which begins july 1st everybody's waiting for that to see how the last amounts of money get spent that leads us back to the are you willing to give up your kicker to build the I-5 bridge? Because this article says Tina Kotek, who was all in favor of building the bridge, says, well, we can't afford it now unless you take the kicker. Told you. is the power of Buick GMC talk. I told you we're going to come up with a reason. Now, the question is, will Republicans hold firm? Democrats in the Senate are adding evening sessions, and they say, well, we may just work on weekends. Well, good for you. I hope you do, and I hope Republicans continue to filibuster because Democrats can't change that. And I hope Republicans will be willing to walk out Like Kim Thatcher's bill, her newsletter, Targeting Children, this is House Bill 2002, and she talks about how it, this bill, which is over in the Senate now, allows 10-year-olds to get abortions and a lot of other things. Kim, are you and the rest of the Republicans willing to walk out? Let's talk to somebody who cares about that. Let's talk to Art. Art, good morning. Jeff,
2: Jeff. H-E, double toothpicks, <laughs> no. Okay? Not They're like not that. going right. to rape me anymore. I refuse. And will do everything within my power to make sure that our kicker money goes where it's supposed to. Not to the damn bridge Which is a fiasco As well as you You and, you and I both know it uh, There is no doubt But God bless Kim Thatcher She's a warrior Jeff
1: Yeah she is
2: One of the and, and you know it I've known her Forever And she's always on our side No matter what and won't compromise her integrity or what's right, no matter what. And and she is one of the most fantastic legislators we've had. There's no doubt in my mind, I love that woman. I love her mother too because her mother works for her. Did you know that, Jeff?
1: Yeah, yeah, she has Yeah, right she's
2: time. a sweetheart. Both of yeah, them. But anyways, so we got to continue the battle. There is no doubt and I need to talk to you offline, okay? Because I'm working on something for you that would be the interview of the century, my friend. How would you okay. like to interview and talk to Mike Lindell who you know very very well?
1: Oh yeah, I'd love would love to obviously.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, I'm working on it. So, stay okay. tuned. Well, make sure you
1: drop he, um make sure whomever you're talking to knows that uh, Dr. Douglas Frank is a good friend of mine, personal good friend of mine.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. Make, uh, well, make sure they know. Hey. Donald Trump is a personal friend of Mike Lindell, and that man is is one of the greatest advocates and God fearing persons in the whole United States of America. And he's yes, reaped he God's bountiful pleasures because of how he does business, et cetera, et cetera.
1: All right, thank you, Art. I appreciate you. sound much better today. You're I feel much man. better, Back Jeff. Back in a moment at 6
0: 20. Like right. so Call Jeff now at 503 589 1220. That's 503 589 1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's
1: 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Are you willing to give up your kicker refund check, which is your money that Oregon's Constitution says the legislature's got to give back to you if they collect more than they need? That's exactly what they've done. Are you willing to give it up? to build that big old new $7 billion bridge. across the river in Portland, the new I-5 replacement bridge, which doesn't need to be replaced, number one. Doesn't add any new capacity and forces light rail over on Vancouver, which doesn't want it. You know all that. Are you willing? Give up your kicker because that's what Tina and the Democrats want. That's, their, that's gonna be their tool to convince Republicans or maybe buy off Republicans. To agree to steal part or all of your kicker. Also, should Republicans finally walk out? Over this House Bill 2002, which gives 10-year-olds the right to go get an abortion without their parents' consent. Kim Thatcher has a newsletter about that. Conversely, it also deals with transgender things, and there's a little bit of a misleading headline in Fox News. I know we're not watching Fox News anymore on TV because I'm not, and I urge you not to after they got rid of Tucker. I urge you not to watch Fox News. I'm watching Real America's Voice Newsmax, OAN, all kinds of other sources. I ain't watching Fox News anymore. Done with them, folks. And I urge you to be done with them, too. Anyway, the Fox headline is Laws Protecting Gender Surgeries for Children. Advance in Washington. That's the wrong headline. But it is Fox. Advance in Washington and Oregon over Republican Objections. And it starts off saying while much of Europe and several states in the US are banning young people from having transgender medical procedures, two states in the Pacific Northwest are moving rapidly in the other direction. Oregon and Washington state are passing laws giving teenagers as young as 15 access to gender affirming care, such as puberty blossom, cross sex hormones and life altering surgeon. So we, you folks, without parental consent, what people don't know This has been the case in Oregon for about 10 years or better in Oregon folks. Not by the law, but by an unelected group of bureaucrats if you will, who decided that 15 year olds in Oregon could get gender reassignment surgery and have puberty blockers 10 years ago without parents consent. Did you know that? Yeah, it's true. Now they want to make it law. That's what Kim Thatcher's bill is talking about. So here's the question. Is this a big enough deal that Republicans are billing, be willing to walk out and shut the whole place down for a few days? Now, before I go to Kathy, at the bottom of the hour, I, I neglected to tell you I've got a great interview coming up at the bottom of this hour with Stephen Irwin, Folks, he is a candidate for Lynn Bitten Community College Board. Yeah, we've been focusing this week, and tomorrow we'll have Cassidy Trout on, who's running for Salem-Kaiser School Board. It's very important, obviously. The battle for the soul of the country is in those K-12 schools. But it's also, in a different way, the battle that's going on inside your community colleges and on those boards and how they're spending your money and what they're doing with it. Are they fulfilling the mission of community colleges, or are they trying to become universities? You know, like Oregon State and University of Oregon and others. We're going to talk with Stephen Irwin about that. bent Community College, by the way, is in our broadcast area, very much so in our broadcast area. It was clear up to the Marion County line. Lots of people, in Corvallis and Albany listen to this radio show and can get it. This matters to them, too. And this is being brought forward by the Candidate Identification and Support Committee. Now, who are they? They're Republicans who work within the confines of the Lynn County Republican Party, doing something different than what the party does, but kind of with their blessing. We'll talk all about that at the bottom of the hour. Got to go to the phones. Let's go to Kathy. Kathy, good morning.
3: Um, about those kids, um oh, I'm to turn my off. Okay, um kids do stupid things. Kid, all kids do dumb things. And so if they're able at under eighteen, I don't think they should be allowed to do it under twenty five, but um they're gonna wake up one day with no breath no anything and nobody's going to be singing their praises when they're older and it's going to be too late Um, kids shouldn't be making these decisions and um, the other thing was about the bridge and the kicker check why does Oregon give out these kicker checks but then They wanna raise all these taxes. Why don't they just use what they've got? I don't
1: get that. Okay, uh, fair question. And the answer is simply this. If Oregon collects more money than the legislature said they needed to spend in a two-year period, in a two-year budget, if they collected more money, that money by principle ought to be returned To the people who paid it. But they're constantly
3: raising more taxes.
1: Yes. And this limits how much they can raise because a tax increase is harder to pass. And people don't like tax increases. They also don't like government taking their refund check. Yeah, we have to limit government spending, and that's what this is about. The Republicans ought to have more courage than to just vote for all these tax and fee increases, and plenty of them do vote for them. Kathy, thanks. Back in a moment with a great interview you don't want to miss.
0: Call Jeff now at (laughs) 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: It's 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us today on Political Coffee. In a moment, we're going to chat with Stephen Irwin, who's running for another really important post that determines largely the direction future generations of Oregonians. Here's what we're talking about just briefly. Are you willing to give up your kicker check to build that new $7 billion boondoggle bridge across I-5 in Portland? Because that's where it's headed, folks. According to this story, that's exactly what Tina's going to be asking you to do, Governor Tina. Because she says, hey, we just don't have enough other money, except maybe if we go get it Mm -hmm. from the people who own it. Your kicker check. And also, since Kim Thatcher's put out her newsletter about the devastating Mm -hmm. parents' rights bill called House Bill 2002A, that gives 10-year-olds the right to go get an abortion without parental consent. And let's... Mm -hmm kids get transgender surgeries without parental consent. And a lot of other really bad stuff. Our Republicans should Republicans finally walk out, choose to take a stand, other than just trying to filibuster. So we're talking about today. Also got to remind you, today's going to be like what, 75 degrees? Finally, some warm weather, weather showing up. If you have a heating and cooling system that doesn't keep up, doesn't keep you cool, doesn't keep you warm when it's cold, doesn't keep you cool when it's hot, call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll get out to your place right away and they'll fix it. 503-580-1456, 580-1456. Joining us right now is Stephen Irwin. He is a former law enforcement officer, a detective and a fraud investigator, He cares enough about education, adult education. He's willing to (laughs) jump into the fire and run for Lynn Benton Community College Board. Stephen, good morning. How are you this fine, beautiful, warm day? Morning,
4: Jeff. Uh, Thanks for having me on this morning. Uh, I wanna thank you for what you've done for Oregon and what you continue to do for Oregon.
1: Uh, you're very kind, and I, I do appreciate that. All right, so you know the first question I always ask every candidate is, why are you running for Lynn Benton Community College Board?
4: Well, <clears throat> first of all, uh, several reasons, but the uh, first one is I want to be a voice for the residents and taxpayers of Lynn County, you know, the students, the LBCC, the faculty and the staff. Um, you know, sometimes they, they need somebody to step up and, and, and be their voice. Second of all, I want to make sure that due diligence is done when the board is making decisions that affect all of us in Lynn County, especially the students that pay to go to school. Yeah. Third, I, I want to continue to build on the, the high-paying, skilled training through LBCC. And, and, and as you know, uh, community colleges build transfer credits to any four-year institution. Uh, It's an essential part of the mission at LBCC. uh, But we must also remember we want to put more focus on blue-collar, high-paying jobs. Skilled trade education. We also got to restore and educate our young adults on the value of strong work ethic needed to secure and hold financially secure trade jobs and build careers. It's common sense to me.
1: So, I mean, it is, and I don't know who, it, frankly, I can't think of anybody with half a brain, Stephen, that would disagree with that. So, is that not being done today at Lynn Benton Community College?
4: No, I don't think it is. And the reason I say that, uh, I went to the recent board meeting, and, and as you well know, they just passed the $25 million bond uh, for, for the right. college there. But what most people don't know, Jeff, <clears throat> is the board hasn't been completely upfront with you. And, and what I mean by that is out of the $25 million bond, only 16 of that is going to go to build this ag building that that they want to build, which I'm really not sure why they're doing that when you have OSU eight miles up the road, which is one of the, the, the country's, uh, best ag schools and veterinarian schools. Now you wonder what's left with all this money that's left over from the sixteen to twenty-five million. Well, I'm going to tell you where it's going. They want to upgrade the Carvelis campus, <clears throat> and they want to build a daycare facility at the Albany campus. They also want to spend over a million dollars to build a pavilion. Now that all sounds fine and good, but. The board also, they want to cut programs at LBCC. They want to cut out your librarians. I don't know how your library runs without a librarian, you know, I don't know, maybe they know something I don't know, but in doing so, by cutting these programs and saving money, they want to turn around and give this money to the administration staff as a raise. So you're losing programs, you're gonna lose uh, faculty and staff when you cut them, and students are gonna have to go into another program or start over at another college. That, that Where does that make any sense?
1: It doesn't, and that's a great reason, folks. If you live and vote inside the boundaries of the Lynn Bitten Community College district you need to vote for this man now now let, let's talk about that for a moment because you are only certain people can vote for you because the way this is set up it has to be in a particular zone so where's that particular zone you're in zone number 1 where is that
4: so so zone 1 is going to be west uh, i'm sorry east of I-5 it makes a huge uh, horseshoe on the west side of the county. It it doesn't include uh, Lebanon city limits. That is uh, zone 4 and and that's uh, another candidate. Ron Edwards is running in that zone. Uh, So it's going to go east of I-5. It makes a horseshoe. goes all the way up to the Cascades. Through Sweet Home, comes around Sayo, the backside of Lebanon, all the way back to I 5. It's the largest zone in the county.
1: Okay, so that's zone number one. So it does not include Lebanon, but it goes all the way around Lebanon. So it includes like Brownsville, and it goes up to Sweet Home, and it goes around Lebanon, clear up to Sayo, and then back to I 5. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it it's a big zone, that's for sure. All right. So those are the people that can vote for you. Now you are part of a slate of candidates running. Uh, you just mentioned Ron Edwards. He's also running in zone four. And then Dr. Vern Sabo is an old friend of mine in running in zones two and three. So you guys are kind of running as a slate here and you you have this vision for what you think is wrong with Lynn Benton Community College. How how does that really translate to the f- to future generations? I mean, we we've heard this mantra, you got to have a four-year college degree. Otherwise, you're basic the legislature said this and governors have said, otherwise you're basically worthless. That's the message that gets sent. That's not true. We need welders. We need people who work in HVAC systems and other things. We need blue collar, high paying, skilled jobs. And that's what Lynn Benton Community College is supposed to be doing. That's what they're apparently not doing. And they wanna spend a whole bunch of bond money to build stuff they don't even need that aren't even part of why the people paid or voted for the bond to begin with. How are you gonna fix all this in the last uh, minute and a half we have left?
4: Well, first of all, <clears throat> the main thing is you, you need to do your due diligence and investigate and make sure that the funding and the tax dollars are spent correctly. It, that's another common sense <laughs> approach. You, you got to evaluate the documents and flush out the dishonest dealings and hold the board and the admin accountable. Now I got a background as a detective and fraud and guest investigator as you, as you uh, spoke earlier and, I know how to evaluate these things and I'm retired. I have the time to do it. I don't have a job to where I I have to do it first. And this is second. The people of Lynn County deserve it. And that's what I want to give them.
1: Friends, um, Steven is part of a group brought forward by the candidate identification and support committee, CISC um, in Lynn County. They work with the Republican party. They are, a quasi arm of the Republican party. Their goal is to help people like Steven get elected. Steven, they have a Facebook page, don't they? Is, is that the best way for people to contact you or should people just call you directly?
4: Uh, yeah, the they do have a Facebook page. Um, you can go on there. It's a CISC, you got any questions or anything? You could reach me through them, and uh, I'd be happy to, to sit down with anybody and talk about it.
1: Stephen, I wish you much success, folks. Vote for Stephen Irwin, Lynn bent Community College, Zone One. Thanks, Stephen. Have a marvelous day. Thank you. God bless. Six forty-eight. Back in a moment.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: And we are back. Great to have you with us Uh, again. One of the ways... um, If you are a conservative Republican, you don't think your voice is being heard within your local county Republican Party, you ought to think about doing what some Lynn County Republicans have done. And that's form kind of an ad hoc separate group like they've done in Lynn County called the Candidate Identification and Support Committee. Now, What they do specifically and only what they do is try to find conservative candidates, quality conservative candidates like Stephen Irwin we just talked to who's running in zone one for the Lynn Benton Community College Board to do all the things he just talked about. Use your money wisely. Find out how the money's been spent. He was a fraud investigator. He was a sheriff a detective. He knows what to look for and where to find it. We need people like that serving on Lynn Benton Community College Board. And he articulated why. They pass a $25 million bond. They're only going to use 16 of it to, for the supposed purpose of the bond. And they're going to spend the rest on other things. Does that really advance the cause of high paying blue collar jobs? Not likely. Not likely. Oh, they'll try to spin it that it does. That's the kind of people we need. Well, that's what the candidate identification and support committee out of Lynn County does. They're just in Lynn County. Now, what they do are find these candidates, and then they hold their own little fundraisers here and there, doing things to raise some money that 100 percent goes to those candidates for things like a door hanger, a palm cart, a yard sign, a field sign. Now, you would think that county Republican parties would do that. Well, they do do it. But they do a lot of other things, too, that use up the funds that they raise. They have an office they have to support. They have other things they have to spend money on that the Candidate Identification Support Committee doesn't have to spend money for, although they do have their own office. My point is this, they go out and they find candidates and they work hard to support them at the most basic grassroots level within the Republican Party. The reason I share that with you is because that brings us quality candidates like Stephen Irwin. Again, is running for Lynn Benton Community College. You can find more out about him if you go to the Facebook page for the Candidate Identification and Support Committee, Lynn County. Especially if you want to help him get elected. Ballots go out here, like today is the last day to sign up to vote, register to vote. The ballots are on, actually, yesterday was my bad. Now, let's go out today. All right. I got to get uh, to some emails about child surgery. Kathy writes this. If the parents aren't told about gender treatments, who's paying for them? Doesn't this open the door to lawsuits by the parents if something goes wrong? Uh, who's paying for them is we, the taxpayers, are. We, the taxpayers, are paying for the abortions. If the You might be surprised to learn, however, that if the parents have insurance that covers their children. That insurance company will have to pay it, even if the parents don't consent. Does it open up lawsuits? No, that's why they're passing a law to say that doctors who do this can't be sued. That's what's in this bill. Tim writes about community colleges. Jeff, I plan on testifying. However, I need information on why we should be concerned about how they are impacting the universities. Well, how they're impacting universities are some conservative Republicans that are supporters of community colleges don't like what's happening to, say, the universities. Like Oregon State University going leftist crazy woke. So basically, they want to have the same function as Oregon State University at the local level where they can control it. It's duplication and it's not good. Julie writes an email about taxes. This is what we're talking about, how Tina now, apparently according to this story, is considering urging quietly in the back room conversations at the legislature, stealing your kicker to pay for the new $7 billion boondoggle I-5 bridge across the Willamette, or excuse me, across the Columbia River in Portland. Julie writes this, words escape me save a few four lettered one concerning Tina's not so bright ideas of raising taxes on hard liquor and giving up my kicker for a bridge I will never use a Republican walking out to prevent a 10-year-old from destroying her life with this type of surgery. They should. That's the other question I asked. Should Republicans walk out over this bill, House Bill 2002A, which has made national news, which says 10-year-olds can have an abortion without parents' consent, and they can, 15-year-olds can have those transgender reassignment surgeries without parental consent. She continues. The walking cadaver he's referring to the guy who occupies the White House, said children do not belong to their parents. This bill only enhances that Marxist idea. Come to think of it, that is what the Oregon Democrats want. I'm sure these are the ones which Mother's Day's triggers. Oh, that's good, Julie. I bet you're right about that. I bet you're so right. Timothy, thanks for the great email, Kim Thatcher's newsletter where she's fighting this. So the question is, Are Republicans going to walk out? Dwight, thank you for the Fox News story about Washington State passing the gun control package, including the assault weapons ban. They were immediately sued by the Second Amendment Foundation. Good for them. Greg, thanks for the laundry list of show topics. We don't have enough time. I appreciate all of that. appreciate all of you who send me, including Barbara, her farewell to Fox and government schools. She said, as you and others, I am done with Fox. have already eliminated most, but not all, gut-filled tempting. Listeners are especially outraged because Tucker is likable. What an opportunity to unite and motivate many who may now realize the magnitude of the threats facing this great country. Taking back control of our schools is critical keep up all your efforts and encourage the warriors to call them government schools. Interesting speculation. Peter Navarro said Susan Rice running with Joe Biden, not attending Dorchester this year. So look forward to report. If you attend, I'm not going to Dorchester either. It starts this weekend. Uh, just didn't work out for a number of reasons. Um, Lots of things to talk about, folks. Unfortunately, it's a one-hour show. We just don't get to them all. Dr. Carlson, by the way, seems to be unfazed and gleeful after leaving Fox News. Says, I haven't eaten dinner with my wife on a weekend night or weeknight for seven years. <laughs> and Wall Street Journal has a story about, well, covering up for Fox News, since they're owned by the same company. About blues and bad,
2: horrible <laughs>